Cap and Jay Hood. Follow Cap J. Hood on Twitter and Instagram. Watch the show on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago. Stream the show on the ESPN Chicago app on ESPN 1000. And now on FM at 100.3 HD2. Now, now, now. On Chicago's home for sports. David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood. Good morning, everyone. First and goal. Four-yard line. Fake to Cook. Cousins, end zone, touchdown, Adam Thielen. Second and goal, Madison, he's in for a Vikings touchdown. Boyle under pressure. Oh, boy. And this pass is picked off. Patrick Peterson, 34th interception of his career. Third down, Madison in for his second touchdown today. He was number one. Fourth and 20. Mills buying some time. Fires towards the end zone. And it is caught. Oh, my word. Improbable. Akins, who will pick first in the draft. Mills to the end zone. It's caught. Akins. And the Houston Texans have retaken the lead. And the Chicago Bears have just, as improbable as it may have been at the beginning of the day, the Bears have just clinched the number one pick in the upcoming NFL draft. It's a new era for the Chicago Bears. We've got the number one draft pick, and we're talking about it on the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show. On ESPN 1000, streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Oh, God! Welcome into a Bears Monday with David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. We've got Shay, we've got Charlie, we got Johnny, and we got you for a three hour ride. One open phone lines for you at 312 332 ESPN 332 our phone number cap. We've got the number one pick. All of the losses, all of the tumult. All of the issues with this football team, and it ends up being the number one pick for the Chicago Bears. It is a new era of Bears football, as you just said. This is the biggest 12 months in Chicago sports history. I'll lay out my case. One, you are picking at the top of the draft for the first time since 1947. Some people are Cubs fans. Some people are White Sox fans. The hiring of Theo was massive, but it wasn't to White Sox fans. It was to Cubs fans. Hockey, enough said. There are fans. It's not at the top of the food chain. The Bulls, again, not at the top of the food chain. Just look at all the ratings for different broadcasts. So when you look at what the Bears can do, They are building a new stadium, it looks like. And at the end of 23, they said by the end of this year, they will have closed on the property to then design their stadium. Get that done. That's one. 
Two, you're picking at the top of the freaking draft. Three, you have another year to develop your franchise quarterback. So at the end of the day, as you called it, a new era of Bears football is upon us, and they have an unbelievable opportunity. No question about that. This new-look Bears team has a GM and a head coach that completed their first year. And we have plenty of time between now and the draft and all throughout the offseason to talk about what the GM did and did not do. Same thing with the head coach. The Bears have to hire a new team president. The Bears have stacks among stacks among stacks of money when it comes to free agency. It's not even close between the number one and number two teams in the National Football League as far as how much money they have to spend for a free agency. The stadium development is just going to be great because even we saw on the news and we saw online what the new stadium could look like on the inside. And, oh, yeah, did I mention that the Bears have the number one pick? All eyes, Cap. All eyes will be on the Bears organization and see how competent this new era Bears team is going to look and how this organization is going to be. And I didn't even add in the new team president, which will be a massive hire. It will also, the hire will tell you how they're doing business. Because if they go to the shop, as you like to call it, at the top shelf, it's going to cost you north of $6 million to get a team president. That's what Kevin Warren makes with the Big Ten. Sure. That's what Jim Phillips makes with the ACC. So if you're going to go get somebody with a proven track record as a leader, then you're going to spend significant money. It will tell you all you need to know about how they're going to do business. What they do with this pick will probably impact Bears football for the rest of our lives, at least as broadcasters, because it's at least another decade. If they get it right, mm-hmm. you flip the fortunes of your franchise. If you miss, you're just another bad Bears organization. The Bears had to walk through so much glass. They're walking through it right now. Now, will you be able to come out on the other side whole? Think about this. This season, we saw Justin Fields get sacked a franchise record 55 times. The Bears are going to finish with the fewest sacks in the league uh, with a meager 20. It had the NFL's worst passing offense. The Bears finished with the league's second worst run defense. And oh, by the way, just three wins over 18 weeks for this team in his first year for change. Adam Johns documented a lot of this uh, on TheAthletic.com, just talking about all the things that happened with this football team. As I mentioned, Cap, you're walking through glass. And boy, we sat here every Bears Monday after every Bears game looking at this and saying, this isn't right. This isn't going in the right direction. But this is by design. And let's kind of document, because I know that there are a lot of Bears fans listening this morning and watching on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash ESPN 1000 Chicago. That's where we can watch this show and all the shows. Cap, we should document why this feels different than the other general managers, because as we talked about, talked about right before the show, the difference to me between this era of Bears football and the others is those other GMs did not have the autonomy to be able to level the franchise. It was always, yeah, we could just be able to patch this up. We'll work with this quarterback. We work with these defensive players. We'll work with these offensive players. We'll just add on to what you already have. Ryan Poles comes in and levels 
the franchise. He gets rid of what I would consider some popular players, especially on the defensive side of the football. He was able to get rid of a wide receiver that underachieved on, on those football team and started fresh. The other GMs did not have the opportunity to start fresh and say, we're going to start from the bottom and work our way up. The other ones had to kind of piecemeal the teams together. We should go through those GMs and kind of document why this feels different than the others. Well, when you interviewed Chris Ballard, and you could say what you want about him, he was a candidate for the job when Pace got it. What's the first thing you're going to do? I'm releasing Jay Cutler tomorrow. We're eating the dead cap and getting him out of here. That was what George was told, McCaskey, at the interview. Yeah, thanks, Chris. You're out. So Pace had to swallow hard, take the job, keep Jay. Uh, we're, I'm going to hire so-and-so. No, we want you, you're a young guy, we want you to hire John Fox. Okay, and now Ryan made more than his share of missteps at the top of the draft. We've chronicled those. Mm-hmm. He's out. Now you bring in this guy and you say, okay, we want you. Minnesota's interviewing him and a couple, of, uh, that was at Cleveland, somebody else yep. was interviewing him. And he said, okay, if I take this job, you get out of my way. I'm trading Mac. I'm taking the dead cap hit now, $64 million mm-hmm. or whatever it was. I'm getting rid of Roquan. We're not paying him. I'm getting rid of Robert Quinn. As you said, Alan Robinson. And I'm not bringing anyone in to replace those guys. We are going to have a horrifically bad season. It's all a means to the end, a new era of Bears football. That's a selling point, though, if you're Ryan Poles. And clearly George McCaskey was all about it because he picked him up from the airport. Right, with the uh, Candy August sign from his hometown. Yeah, yeah. exactly right. right. So, so think about that. I mean, because always in the interview process, it's like, okay, so what could you do to help our Chicago Bears team? Do you think we have talent? Oh, yeah, we got talent. Oh, absolutely. We could be able to build on this. Every GM has said that in this town. They come in and they try to BS George McCaskey and or Ted Phillips to make it seem like, oh, yeah, you know what? We got talent. We just got to get the right coaching. and just got No. Ryan Poles is like, if you want to win, we have to start from the beginning. And that's exactly what's happened with this Bears team. Because, and again, as you just laid out for us, Cap, all these other GMs are like, well, we could just be able to maybe put a finger here and be able to change this and change that and just kind of build on the message you already had. And we've had some calls this past season for the Bears now that said, you know, you should have kept Mack and should have kept Hicks and kept those guys. Right, kept you were in Smith. some tight games. Yeah, at the, but at the same time, you were losing with those guys. Correct. So it didn't really make a difference. Correct. So this is why this is so big for the Chicago Bears, that not just because they have the number one pick. I, As I've told you a lot this season, I'm interested in the free agency money. I'm interested in that. I want to see where they spend it and where they allocate their, their money when it comes to trying to make the team better. I'm very interested on day one. When we get that message from Schefter or from Courtney Cronin or whatever, who is the Bears going to be able to get first? I'm very interested in that. So you have a various scenarios you can stay in that position and take will anderson jalen carter we're going to get to watch both tonight Mm -hmm. so i highly recommend whether you're a college football fan or not hoodie's heart's racing 400 beats a minute because his georgia bulldogs are playing tonight for another national title i think it's going to be a hell of a game i don't think it's a blowout we'll see i'll just take the victory how it comes right you would take 31 30 right now go dogs We'll see. But Jalen Carter, number 88 for Georgia. Mm-hmm. What numbers will Anderson wear? Will Anderson will watch him as for, well. Um, 
Oh, he's not tonight. No, but, you, but, but he's part of he, the draft process. But he's he. it's one of those two. Mm-hmm. Agreed? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, then you could not take a defensive player. You could trade Justin Fields, get a haul back. Somebody would give you a lot. And then take Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, or Will Levis, one of the three highest-rated quarterbacks. Or build around your quarterback and trade back, which is my scenario, and I think yours, and get a haul back, and let's go. However it goes, I want what's best for Justin Fields with him being on the football team. I don't see the scenario of Fields no longer being with the team. I don't see that. I don't either, but you have to do your due diligence. Well, sure. If somebody's willing to give you what you think is a haul for him, you have to look. I'm a Justin guy. Yep. But if somebody calls you up, what if the Indianapolis Colts called you and said, we'll give you our number one pick, which is four, and we'll give you Quentin Nelson or DeForest Buckner. you got to listen to that. You, you listen. I'm sure that Poles is already taking phone calls on all of this. I just don't want the Bears to outdumb the rumor or try to outclever anyone. I just want them to be able to look at their process and build around Justin Fields because, as we know in this league, it is very difficult to find the guy or find someone you feel you can mold and shape. I just don't want them to be able to okey-doke this and just try to out-cute everybody. Just be able to build around someone that you believe in. If they believe in Justin Fields, go forth with it. That's what I'm looking at. And I'm also looking at the free agency money because, to me, when the Bears are at around 120 million, 118, 120, and then the next team after that is the Falcons at 69, you have a boatload of cash to be able to spend here. I'm looking forward to that. Watch number 88 tonight. He is what's called a three technique. He is a monster in the middle of the Georgia defensive line. He is going to be one of the top four guys in this draft. And he fits a vital need in Matt Eberflus's defense. So just watch him. Is there a way to get him and a hall of picks to give up number one? Because he's probably not going one. We'll find out. All right. Uh, Shay, let's open the phone lines at 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. So the Bears lost to the Vikings yesterday, but they got the number one pick in the draft. What do you want them to do with it? We want to get your thoughts. When you found out it's the number one pick, what was your initial reaction to yesterday as the Bears are had the number one pick in the NFL draft? Let's talk about it. It's a new era for the Chicago Bears. We're talking about it on Chicago's Home for Sports, Captain Jay Hood. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Facebook at ESPN Chicago. Cap and Jay Hood are back on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's Home for Sports. the Captain Jay Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000. We're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Watch our shows all day. Black will be in at 10 for Greeny. Carmen Yurko at 12. Waddle and Sylvia at 2. Tyler and Meller will lead you into the national championship game with Georgia and TCU. So local all day talking to you about the Bears, the new era Chicago Bears. They've got the number one pick, and we're talking to you about it this morning, 312-332-3776. It's pretty simple. Bears get the number one pick. How do you feel when you found out what was your initial reaction? And what do you want the Bears to do with it now? Is this going to be a storyline all throughout Is leading into the draft? It's a pretty interesting times for the Chicago Bears team. As Cap and I mentioned in the first segment, it's more than just – cap the number one pick 
you got to find a team president. You got to figure out what's happening with free agency. What are you going to do with the draft? What are you going to do with the draft picks? And of course, the other thing, Cap, we got to mention is what do you do with a lot of this roster? It's like the old Ditka theory, right? Yeah, we got good news. We're going to win the Super Bowl. Bad news is half you guys at least won't be. (laughs) Right. The same thing with this roster, right? Oh, my God. This roster is. People don't want to admit this. It is the worst roster in the National Football League. Like, the Texans, thank you, Lovey. Uh, if you missed it late last night, he got fired last night. Their owner's furious that they won yesterday. They have Laramie Tunsil. They have a left tackle. They have more pieces than the Bears do. But the Bears have the number one pick. But, Cap, let me ask you, as we go to the phone lines, you feel somewhat melancholy this morning. You feel like, yes, the Bears have the number one pick, but everything that you and I have gone through, what all Bears fans have gone through this season, all these L's that the Bears have been holding. Cap, you, you knew, like I knew, what the objective was for the Chicago Bears. They're trying to get the number one pick. And yet, it's a celebration that you're able to get the number one pick because it's an accomplishment. Again, I don't like to see the Bears lose. And I don't think that tanking, a full tank, works in the NFL. But this is the direction that they want to go in, and you're just hoping for brighter days if you're the Bears. But why do you feel melancholy? Because we're, it's cool. We're going to have a lot to talk about. It's great for what we do. That said, as you put your Bears gear on today, we are the biggest losers in the National Football League. And I have so many friends of mine. Even Shay said, to me, they can turn this thing one year. No. Folks, that one. Just go back and look who's picking at the top of the draft. It's not that easy. Like for every team that gets Joe Burrow, they already had T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd and Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon. We don't have a roster full of those guys. One year does just take one bad year and turn it around. That's not how it works. That is not how it works. We should be better. To think you're going to, we got nine, ten wins. I don't see it that way. But this is what change looks like. Correct. I'm cool with it. But you're, but at the same time, though, you feel like, God, we're just a bunch of losers. Well, yeah. Yeah, this is how you do it. Now it is a, literally, this is the best term I've heard coined. Mm. It is a new era of Bears football. Mm-hmm. New president. New stadium should be, they should close on the property, they have always said, by the end of 2023. Fourth quarter of 2023. Mm -hmm. Okay, if you get that done, that is a, I mean, life-changing thing for the organization. Forget about getting a really good player at number one. A new stadium could double the value of your franchise. That's A. Can I just offer something quickly about going back and looking at the top of the draft? Yeah. Four of the top five teams last year in the draft won at least seven games. Three of the five won nine. Well, here's two. And they all have way more talent on their roster than the Bears have. The only team point. that didn't win at least seven fired their coach and hired Lovey. Mm-hmm. They're right. going to be the first team ever, the Texans, to start four consecutive seasons with a new head coach. Yep. It's insane. But the focus is on this Bears team, and you're right. You may not have the talent now. But in a couple of years, that's what you're looking forward to, Cap. 
I mean, you, you've been um, touting the Lions a lot this year. Even when they were losing, you were touting them. Okay, they were on the precipice of getting to the playoffs. And, I, and so look at the Lions. When you saw the game plan coming in, yeah, we're not going to make the playoffs, but neither are the Packers. That's a hell of a thing to put on the dry race board for, for Dan Campbell. They're, we're not going. They're not going either. Let's play. And, and, and played hard. And we finished 9-8, and eight, the Lions, I'm talking. Yeah. They're going to roll into next season with a ton of momentum, and they got two more number one picks, one in the top ten. You go back and look through here. Okay, in 2013, Kansas City took Eric Fisher. Mm-hmm. He's not even there anymore. Yep. The next year, Houston took Jadavian Clowney, who everyone said. Generational. Remember him in the bowl game with Michigan? Oh, yeah. Oh, my. Oh my. I mean, with South Carolina, I think against Michigan. Mm-hmm. Jameis Winston to Tampa. They had to go get Tom Brady to get that thing fixed. Yep. Jared Goff is on his second team. Oh, Miles Garrett in Cleveland? Stop. They haven't done anything. You're a good player. Mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield? He's on his third team. Kyler Murray? What if they won in Arizona? I'm going all the way to 2019. Burrow Lawrence? Trayvon Walker? We'll see how he turns out. But those picks? you you're not like, oh, my God, we turned it. We're back. The hope is, though, is that you have several things. This is just my perspective as a fan because I understand that this is not baseball where you could tank and all of a sudden you're right there in the playoffs and all of a sudden you're in the World Series. It's not, this is not the Astros. It's, it's the NFL and the Bears. My perspective is this. You build on what you have, one. Two, you're looking for sustained success. Three, you're looking to get to the Super Bowl. Four, you're looking to win it. Correct. It's a staircase effect of trying to be able to win. That sustained success piece is something big for me because I know that you can't win the Super Bowl every year. It doesn't work that way. But I like that you're always in the mix, though, if you're the Chicago Bears. That's something else that we haven't seen around here in a long time is to be able to continue to build on year after year trying to get better. That's important to me as well. I mean, can you go from three to seven next year? That's a massive jump. Four wins? No. It's a new era, and you have, for the first time, you put it correctly, you cleared the decks. No one's been allowed to tear it down to that degree. And now, Ryan Poles, get to work. There's a lot to talk about and a lot to ponder and to listen to. Let's get your thoughts. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. The Bears, they lost to the Vikings. They got the number one pick. So what do you want them to do with it? Just your overall thoughts on the Bears having the number one pick in the draft. We're talking about it here on Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000. Scott in South Elgin on ESPN 1000 leads us off. Good morning, Scott. Good morning, boys. Happy Ultimate Moral Victory Monday. Yes. <laughs> N- number one <laughs> we pick. We made it. How about that? First of all, I would just like to uh, thank our Lord and Savior, Lovey Smith. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, he is a he is an absolute martyr. He got fired for winning again. Um, so yeah, I'm looking at this draft board, and I've been saying it all year. We should trade back twice and get Ferrari Field some weapons. Um, how do you do that? You you find somebody who wants to come up and get either Young or Stroud. Someone's going to fall in love with one of them. Probably the Colts. Probably a team like the maybe even the Cardinals. Maybe they don't maybe they don't want to be with Kyler Murray anymore. And you trade back, you can still get a guy like a Quentin Johnson or the the kid from Northwestern. I don't, I don't want to butcher his last Peter name. Peter Skaronsky. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yep. And I already know Poles has been at Northwestern games because he flat out admitted it. But let's let's wait and see what he has to say today. I'm very excited. Um, I this, this is a great day for me. I, I know it sucks that we went through this this year, but 
It was worth it, Bears fans. So here, here's what I want you to do, Scott, right now, because you just coined something. You're, sent to, you're sitting right now on a five-figure deal. You know what that is? You just called uh, Justin Fields Ferrari Fields. Did you hear him say that? He did. He needs to be able to print those T-shirts now. Get it going. And get yourself a patent, a little copyright, bam. Now, Ferrari might have something to say with it, but... <laughs> but Ferrari Fields. It's right. like Maserati Mitch. Maserati Fields. Mitch, Ferrari Fields. How about that? Which one's more money, the Ferrari or the Maserati? I guess it depends on the model of the car. Who's more litigious in that spot? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which like, one's going to sue me for stealing their name? Charlie, that might be an issue, but I do like the name, the uh, alliteration of Ferrari Fields. Okay. Yeah, I, I like that better than Corolla Mitch or whatever it was Maserati. that he was driving. <laughs> Well, no, because he drove a Corolla and a Camry. blue pace away. Camry. A Camry, that's what it was. Camry. 312-332-ESPN. Let me ask you a question, because I asked this to a good friend of mine. I want your take. Mm. What's bigger? The opportunity in front of our Bears now, stadium, team president, number one pick, or when the Cubs hired Theo Epstein, who, as you said the day got hired, you're winning the World Series. He was a proven entity. Ryan Poles is unproven, but he's got absolutely what he wants. Number one pick, ton of money. It's, it's Theo Epstein because I saw this as a White Sox fan looking through the knothole of the fence of watching what the Boston Red Sox was doing. This is a team that couldn't win either, also mismanaged. And when Theo was able to turn it around and he went to the Cubs, I go, the Cubs are going to win the World Series. And, it's like, and if he doesn't, the Cubs will never win the World Series. It's the Theo pickup, the... Uh, with him being part of the organization is bigger than what's happening right now. Because with Poles, we don't know. With Iberflus, we don't know. We just know what the Bears could do. But with Theo, he had the experience. And that's why I thought the Cubs could win with him. But Ryan Poles wakes up, puts his feet on the floor, and gets ready to go to work today. He has an opportunity to do something that galvanizes the entire city. Like, Theo galvanized the Cub fan base. Ryan Poles doesn't have that track record, but if he hits, if he builds a sustained success and a run to a Super Bowl championship, oh, it's they'll, the biggest build a, thing. they'll build a statue. Too. No, it's the biggest thing. The, the Bears are the team that drives the bus in this city. No question. But if you asked me between Theo and what the Bears are doing, I knew who Theo was because of the skins in the wall. I will always side with what I know versus what I don't. And that's why I looked at Theo and said, the mood's about to change over at Clark and Addison. And it did, it for did. the better. Now get it done in Lake Forest, Illinois. A new era of Bears football, baby. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. We got Shot or No Shot coming up in a half hour. We're going to take your phone calls coming up. The Bears have the number one pick in the draft. We're talking about the new era, Chicago Bears, with Cap and Jay Hood. Weekday mornings at 7. What's up, everyone? Zetterman here. NFL Wild Card Weekend is here as well, and the easiest way to get into the playoffs is with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. New customers, join today and get started with $150 in free bets, guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. All you have to do is sign up with the promo code Zetterman. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to the point spreads to player props. Plus, you can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. I know that's what I'm going to be doing all wild card weekend. There's some really great games. I'm really intrigued by the Vikings. I'm intrigued by the Jaguars. You know the Ravens and Bengals is going to be a great game. Cowboys, Bucks. There's so much to watch, so much to bet on on FanDuel. You're going to really enjoy it. And it's all on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So football fans, don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet. 
to get $150 in free bets. Win or lose with the promo code Zetterman, my last name, Z as in Zebra, E-D-E-R-M-A-N. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus in present Illinois. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is now. Drawable free bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. Cap and Jay Hood are back on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's Home for Sports. Jay Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. So glad that you're with us here. As we talk about the Chicago Bears, the Bears lost a lot, a lot this year. What a painful season. Drug, they were dra- dragging through the mud and the rain and now the number one pick. And shout out to our king, our king, Lovey Smith, who Cap asked a salient question. Do you believe Lovey Smith understands the assignment? If you lose, Lovey, the Houston Texans will have the number one pick. And Lovey, defiant to the end, it's like, guys, you got to play hard. And guess what? Now the Bears have the number one pick because Houston won yesterday. I said to you on Friday, is he going to ignore the code red? He's been given a code red. You're not to win that football game on Sunday. And he basically middle-fingered them and found a way and, okay, they threw a Hail Mary pass on 4th and 20. We're going for two. Yep. And he, he knew he had a play that probably is going to work. We're going for two. And you know the owner's up there going, what? Mm-hmm. Please drop it. Please miss. Please miss. F off. And they fired him right after the game. Now, listen, this goes a couple ways. You're just trying to coach the team how you think you should coach the team. You could have put a bunch of special teams players in there. You could have had a backup in there as a quarterback. But no, he said, this is what we're going to do. Either going to execute or not. They executed. He said after the game, what do you want me to do? Tell my players to not win? This is the option that I had. So you're saying, hey, guys, playing this last game, you know, all that you've been working for all your life, you play to win, forget that, lose the game on purpose. I think that would be a hard one to get by. They won't expect me to say that. I didn't. What we work each week, our game plan has been to win the game. It's kind of simple as that. And that's what we followed through on the day. Thank you, Lovey. Thank you, Lovey. Thank you. Love it. That was awesome. Say you love Lovey. I love Lovey. <laughs> Put a statue of Soldier Field for Lovey Smith for allowing that to happen. He's a bear all the way. That's where he had his most success in the National Football League. That's correct. He did it for Virginia, who just turned 100. He did it for her. Did it for the organization. Okay, so now here it is. You got the number one pick in the NFL draft. You're going to get a new president, a new stadium. What do you want them to do with it? Indeed. The, so the Bears, they lose against the Minnesota Vikings yesterday at the lakefront. Also, Liam Hendricks diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Our, we found out that story from the White Sox closer. Prayers to him. So we are keeping our eyes on that story and more as we move forward here on Cap and Jay Hood. Let's go to DeMarco's in Beverly, and I'm jealous, on ESPN 1000. Hi, DeMarco. How you guys doing this morning? What's up? What's cracking? 
I'm good. I just want to say that I I absolutely love what Lovey Smith did, but for a different reason. I'm all about winning too. I don't believe in tanking. I don't like it. I don't. I think it should leave the NFL and any other sport that does it. You play to win every week, no matter the outcome, no matter the draft positions. I was a football guy in my former life. We played to win. That's it. I don't agree with that whole tanking thing. I don't agree with the Bears losing and tanking either. We've had picks in the past, good picks that didn't work out. The Bears just got rid of them. We got rid of guys that we picked, like Roquan, got rid of them. It's like we we need veterans. I don't put all my hopes and dreams on rookies. I just can't do it. And that's all I really wanted to say to you guys. We need guys that have done it before. We need veterans to build around, and then we can go from there. Rookies just I'm not I'm not for all the rookies and well, all the picks and well, everything. Well, DeMarco, you're not going to just sacrifice all of the draft just because you want veteran players that you know, uh, because I think it's both. You may not like young players, but how do you build a franchise? How do you build sustained success? Again, this is not baseball, where you just find a bunch of, of hairy-chested sluggers and a whole bunch of pitchers and be able to build on that. You build on youth, and you build on free agency as well. You weren't winning with Robert Quinn and Roquan Smith and, and players of that ilk. This is why you are able to go now into the draft and get younger and reimagine this franchise. You also win by having tremendous depth on your roster. You win with superstars Mm -hmm. when you start to see a talent level of depth because the sport takes so much out of guys' bodies. Like That's why the Lions have gotten better after all these years of picks. Yes, Aiden Hutchinson's a stud. They've got Jamison Williams, and they've got... Amon Ross, St. Brown, and they got three first-round picks on their offensive line. That is a lot of draft capital and a lot of astute signings that, to get to this point, And they're not even in the playoffs. Right. So to think in one year you're going to dump a bunch of talent in here and it's all going to mesh and you're going to hit on every pick, that's not how it works. So you got to continue to add talent. We appreciate the telephone call. Now he leaves line open. 312-332-ESPN is our phone number. Bob on the north side on Cap and Jay Hood. On a Bears Monday on ESPN 1000. Hello, Bob. Hello. Good morning. Hello, Guys, Bob. how you doing? Good. What's up, Bobby? In actuality, my, my moniker is Bitchin' Bob. I'm from the north side. I'm a Croat. Yurko knows me back in the day. Now, this is what I want to say. Yeah. First off, Cap. Yep. The Cincinnati Bengals did not have any of those wide receivers before they got Burrow and Mixon. That's one. Two, if you're, if you're under the age of 25, you have nowhere to talk about the Bears because of the mediocrity that you grew up in. So everyone's got to zip it. Three, Justin Fields is not our quarterback. I've watched him when he was at Georgia, and then he lost the job to Fromm. I watched him at Ohio State because I'm a Go Boo fan. The guy has a long game to throw. Anyone can stay in the pocket when you have all Americans protecting you and holding on to the ball. And you got all American receivers that are number one receivers across the NFL to get open and throw the ball. Okay, so what's, the, so what what's the, the answer, Bob? So if Fields not the answer, what, what should the Bears do? You trade Fields to Las Vegas, you get Renfro and Waller, you get their pick. That's one. Two, you get Bryce Young because he's a generational quarterback. I see. And, and what makes him a generational quarterback? 
He knows how to throw. He gets rid of the ball, and he got coached by a Croat, Saban, down in Alabama. Okay. Thank you very much. You can, you can leave your United Nations uh, commentary to someone else. And first of all, Joe Mixon's in his sixth year in the league. Joe Burrow's in his third. So Mixon was already there. He said they did not have him. Uh, Tyler Boyd is in his seventh year. He was already there. They had him. They've added a ton of talent. And Jamar Chase came the next year. So Jamar Chase, I think, went fourth in the first round. Fourth mm-hmm. or fifth. Mm-hmm. That was after taking Joe Burrow. So you picked one and five. So it's not like they got Joe Burrow and bam, here we are. That's what I'm saying. You got to, Ryan has got to hit. No one hits on 100%. Right. I think, wasn't it Theo who said if you can hit on 60% of what you do where it's wildly successful? Sure. You're you're at the top of your industry. That means six out of 10. So he's got to keep accumulating picks. And as you laid out, the amount of money they have to spend allows them to shop at the top shelf. Yeah, the Bears are roughly around 118 million. The Falcons at 69. That's that is a big disparity as far as, and I'm not including incentives or future contracts. Just talking about salary cap space for 2023, approximately. Uh, Ash is in Pilsen on ESPN 1000. All right, Ash. Good morning, Cap. Morning, hoodie. Good morning. Morning, sir. Man, for our 2023 uh, draft pick, we gotta we gotta take Lovey. We gotta pick up Lovey. <laughs> yeah, you but pick him up. We, with we the draft. gotta pick up. You know what? <laughs> we gotta put a statue of him out there, like we do with Jordan over at the Bulls Stadium. We we gotta put a statue of this guy out there. But no, just um, this last guy that called. What is he talking about? What is he talking about? Well, what what you know? Fields what? is not our guy. Fields is our guy. Yeah. So, Fields is our guy. So what Listen, do you? So, Fields, with we we need to pick up someone to protect him more in the pocket. He'll be he'll be more than fine next year. So you want offensive line help? A hundred percent. We need offensive line help. If with some offensive line help, he's our guy. He's going to be our go-to guy. I don't know what this guy's talking about. Bryce Hall. We're not. No. No. This is well, our guy. My, my thought is is that Justin Fields is the guy. That's the person that you build around. You saw. Here's the thing, Cap. For one year, you want to find out what kind of leadership he would have. He easily could have been just like you know, the Jets quarterback. Zach Wilson. And just throw the team under the bus. He didn't do that, though. He took a beating. Because he's uh, a tremendous leader. Yeah, he took a beating in front of that offensive line. He did. He absolutely did. And everyone says he's the first guy in the building. He's the last guy out. And he is an exceptional leader in that room. His work ethic is off the charts. But. Ryan Poles has to investigate every possibility. His phone may ring. We want fields, and we're prepared to pay a huge price. Huge. Or we're prepared to give you a huge price for number one. you got to talk about every scenario, and he will. Ryan's a sharp executive. Mm-hmm. But he hasn't proven he can do this. Absolutely. we, we- got to believe that he can. Well, I mean, that's, that's all you have, Cap. The same thing with the head coach, which we'll get into moving forward on the show. With Iberflu, same thing with polls. All of this is new and fresh. All of this is new. And a lot of more question marks and answers. Here's one answer. One answer is Justin Fields. Now, and, and maybe Gordon Brisker. A lot of the rest of this is question marks. Correct. And negatives. Who? And open spots on the, on the depth chart. How many offensive linemen that started most of this year, the guys you consider at the top, are going to be here? How many? You're probably getting a new center. You're getting a new right tackle. 
you're probably getting one of the guard spots, and you're probably getting another tackle. So let's find out. The Bears lost to the Vikings yesterday, but got the number one pick. What do you want them to do with it? 312-332. ESPN is our telephone number. Captain J. Hood, weekday mornings at 7. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. Cap and Jay Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. You're listening to the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000. We're going to talk about the new era, Chicago Bears, the Bears. Lose to the Vikings, but we're getting your thoughts on the number one pick. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Let's go to the phone lines and talk to you. We see Paul in Manuka. He's been holding patiently here on this Bears Monday on Cap and J-Hood. Good morning, Paul. Good morning, guys. Good morning, Cap. Good morning, Hood. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, I got something here. I got something here that nobody's been talking about. and this, I think this is a legitimate thing that could possibly happen. Back in 2014... 2015, there's a lot of similarities with the Cubs and the Bears. Mm-hmm. There, was, there was really nothing wrong with Renteria, but an opportunity came, and Joe Madden came available, and Theo made the right decision to switch in that direction, and the rest is history. Look what happened. What, what did you do? Hold, hold, life- hold on a second. I think, you know what happened, Paul? I think, Cap, did you say that this feels like uh, the Swaim Cubs? Yes. Before Renteria, you said it was like the Quaddy or Swaim Cubs, right? Didn't you say it last week? Quaddy was before they changed. Quaddy is like the end of the Negi administration. Mm-hmm. Now they change Henry out. They change Quaddy out. And they bring in Dale Swaim as a placeholder to preside over just a teardown. Mm-hmm. Then they went after a few different guys, didn't get them. All right, we'll give it to Ricky Renteria. Good guy. Yeah. Lifer in baseball. Kind of like Eberflus in that way. Swaim or Renteria. Right. Sean Payton is like Joe Matt. Right. And so, Paul, you think the stars are aligned for the Bears with this, right? Well, my thinking is they got the number one pick now. We're all talking about this stuff that they're doing here. They got the... Is Fields the guy? I think he is the guy. they got to give the guy a chance. He's proven that he can do it. He just doesn't have the talent. Mm-hmm. But right now, if Sean Payton is legitimately talking about coming back to the NFL and with what the Bears have in the number one pick, a nice young quarterback, a lot of free agency and money, new stadium coming, a lot of things are going good for the Bears right now, this might be the time to look into and see how serious Sean Payton is and let's see if he's really available. And I think they can. I think the Bears can lure him if he's really thinking about going to Denver. I think we got enough that can make him want to come to the Bears. Okay, let and me. I think this, let I me just this chart the Bears in, to another level. Interrupt you, but I have confirmed. And I've reported this before that when Ryan Pace was interviewing here, Sean Payton told him not to take the Bear job. Because of ownership. Mm-hmm. And yesterday, I'm sure many of our listeners were watching when Fox, doing their NFL pregame show with Kurt Menefee and all the guys, said, boy, I wish we could ask Sean Payton what he's thinking because Denver is now opening negotiations with the Saints and got permission to interview him January 17th. They can begin interviews. Mm-hmm. And they said, oh, wait a minute, Sean's right here. He's sitting on the set. 
what are you looking for? Is it a job with a quarterback? He said, no. I'm looking at ownership and front office because most of these teams that change coaches, there's a reason why they're changing coaches over and over again. He is not big on Bears management. I can tell you that for a fact. I don't know if he would take this job. I'd still call. I'd still be uh, no able to inquire. Yeah, I'd no still doubt. call. I mean, no matter how he may feel or maybe how he felt, I'd still uh, pick up the phone because if you feel like this team is going in a different direction, which it is, it's going to be new and fresh here with this Bears team one way or the other because of the philosophy, the GM, the head coach, everything else. I'd at least call to see whether or not he'd be interested. Uh, 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Lombard, here's Dan on ESPN 1000. Good morning, Dan. Dan is gone. John and Hoffman Estates on ESPN 1000. All right, John. Morning, boys. How you doing? What's up? First of all, as a lifelong cup fan, I think we should all give our thoughts and prayers to uh, Liam Hendricks as he goes ahead and fights on Hodgkins. Uh, let's hope that he gets out of the stronger. Absolutely. And number two, it's time for the Bears Bears fans need to understand that this is not a one-year fix. Cap, you've been right about this all along. Not only do we need to find good free agent starters this offseason, we need to find good free agent starters next season as well. We need to draft well this year and next year, and you'll appreciate this, Cap. We need to find a Sonny Weaver Jr. to fleece to take our number one pick. I hope he's right. I hope there is a Sonny Weaver out there that's willing to give up three number ones you're, for the top pick for Bo Callahan. You're talking about uh, draft day, correct? Yes. Is that what you guys are talking about? Yes. Absolutely. You guys have a great day. Thank you. Appreciate you, John. Okay. You know, in real life, that ends up being Johnny Manziel. Yeah, probably right. No, I mean, in real life, ultimately, that whole movie is about getting Johnny Manziel. Or Mitchell Trubisky, one of the busts at the top of the draft. So that doesn't work out, right? What organization was that movie based out of? Cleveland, Cleveland. right? It's Johnny Manziel, right? So, so the whole, so just for perspective, Charlie, this whole thing about draft day, like I love this movie, off movie, great movie. It's the uh, it's Johnny Manziel, right? And an entire war room that isn't aware of which team has the number one pick. <laughs> Great film. Love that movie. I want David Putney just because I feel like it. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. I want Quentin Nelson just because I feel like it. Uh-huh. Uh, um, like Danny just texted me and said, this is a victory Monday. Hmm. And I agree with him. This is an amazing, amazing opportunity. But let's not lose sight of how big a job that we all have in front of us. With our emotions, with our fandom, and most importantly, hoping that Ryan Poles can pull this off. Isn't that right, Joey? Absolutely. <laughs> can't, can't agree more. What's up, my friend? How you doing, Cap? All's Hoodie? good. Dad? Jay? Danny? Everybody well? We're good. all good. Um. Yesterday, when I saw Campbell's press conference, you thought that's, that's a head coach. Mm-hmm. He's got Ditka in him. He does. He's got the fire. He does. The passion. Okay. Um. Any way to trade the number one pick for Sean Payton to come to the Bears? But you said he won't. 
Because of the management. I don't think he'd take it, but I'm not giving up my number one pick this year to go get a coach. I need players here. I love him. Yeah, correct. Yeah. No, my, my, my reality in my head still is we need a, no, a, a bulldog nose tackle. I'm going to start with defense first. You can get whatever you want in this draft. Well, your guy then is playing tonight, number mm-hmm. 88 in a Georgia red uniform. Mm-hmm. His name is Jalen Carter. Oh, yeah. He is 6'6. He is 325, 330 pounds. He moves like a gazelle. Mm-hmm. There have been some. I was listening to NFL Network driving home last night where they said we question that he takes some plays off. Is that accurate? I don't know. That's for Ryan Poles to find out. All I can tell you is when you watch him tonight, he's going to be one of the most, maybe the most talented player on the field. Probably should ask the guy that watches every snap of Georgia football that question. I'm talking about guys that are going to interview him and that you should, know him. You should talk to the guy that watches you every snap. You love him. Snap. I know that. You've yeah. already told me. He's the real deal. No matter what you hear, he's the real deal. He's got the ability. So if he's the right guy... Then find a way to get a bunch of picks and get that guy. Shot or no shot in two minutes on Chicago's Home for Sports.